Cody Chun. What's going on, Cody? What's going on? Happy Defy Day. Happy Defy Weekend. Yeah, Defy Weekend. Two shot. So, yep. you got some big matches this weekend. Let's. Uh, when people are watching this, it will have already happen. Yeah. The, the, the results will have already been well out there. But now that we're talking before the matches, what do you got going on this weekend, man? Uh, first off, Saturday night one, Guillermo and I, C4. We got uh, CD, a.k.a. Christopher Daniels, Defy Interim Champ, and Swerve. And then Sunday. Sunday, big one. Woo! It's going to be, I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this weekend, but to have a singles match against uh, the Mad King himself, Eddie Kingston, and he's been on a tear. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. So the last time I talked to you, it was, you know, via Zoom. It was uh, amid yeah. the pandemic, and, you know, you were, you were, uh, you kind of didn't let us on that you were going to be wrestling at AEW. You did not let us know. It was probably, you know, like, tip-top secret, you know. Yeah. But uh, we saw you, you know, make a dark appearance, like, the next week or so. And, and uh, yeah. what's that been like, man, being uh, being able to go and wrestle for AEW? It's cool. It was a trip. Um, um, I think I didn't tell anybody because, like, I feel like in wrestling nowadays there's not a lot of secrets. And I like when people are generally surprised. Like, I like when I'm surprised. And I like when um, I watch, like, people wrestle, and I'm like, I want to watch this match and, like, not know anything about it and be excited and catch the, uh, catch the ride that I'm supposed to get. So that's why I didn't tell anybody. Um, you know, I'm sorry. But I feel like it was great, like, when it got, when, like, uh, when the news got announced. Yes. I feel like got, everyone got surprised. Yeah, but in uh, wrestling for AEW, now I've wrestled there like four times now. Yeah. Oh, who's counting? Who's counting? Right? Yeah, yeah. Who, but, not like you're counting or yeah. anything. Right? But it's always, it's always nice, and I'm like I'm very thankful that I got chances to do it, and uh, more than one chance, and hopefully I get some more on a consistent weekly basis. But you right? know, and some pay per views. But you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> So, you know, also, um, since we last talked, you've kind of, you know, made this a cons- consistent thing, C4. Yeah. So so tell me about the kind of the the emergence of you and Guillermo as a tag team. Was it something that you guys kind of started when you were both training down in Atlanta? Um, I think that definitely helped it out because we do wrestle a lot together at Prestige Wrestling down in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um but then I think when we both decided to go down to the Nightmare Factory together, it really helped us. Like, we think the same about wrestling now. And we don't really bat heads. We, like, if I come up with an idea, he speaks what his piece about it, and we find a way to enhance it, and vice versa. So, and then going down to Nightmare Factory, the training, we kind of molded our minds together. And then as soon as we got back, since, like, this year, 2022, started, and since, like, February, it really took off. And we've been wrestling, like, pretty consistently together. I think I've only had like three matches this year, four counting tomorrow, without Guillermo in the ring. So I've only really had like four, four or five singles matches this year without Guillermo. So, so do you prefer it being a tag team wrestler? You know, I kind of, I really do. Yeah, I really do. Um, I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, huh, I really, really want to push this tag team together with us, and I feel like maybe I don't say yes to a lot of single matches anymore and so we really establish ourselves as a team yeah um but at the same time who knows um i'm down for whatever but i feel like um even now going forward in singles matches like people should know like i'm representing c4 yeah and like we're more than a team i mean you got the merch 
We you do. know, you got the we merch, do. you got the you got the eight by tens. You yeah. know, you guys are signing as a partner. We got Guillermo behind the screens right here. He's watching <laughs> us to cut this. Oh, hey, what's up, Guillermo? What's up? What's up? What you guys doing? We're just chatting about C four, the emergence of C four, man. So, yeah. Emergence? The emergence, you know, the beginning of C4 and kind of the roots and everything of yeah. you guys. So we know uh, the Bollywood boys, Bollywood boys are the champs. Yeah. So what's the chances of uh, you guys getting in there and trying to, trying to, you know, be the hometown Defy tag team champs? Is that something you're, you got in the uh, Of in course. Gold? Of course. You know, um, you know when you take, like, you know when you're driving on the freeway and it says, like, exit something gas station yep that's what it is we're driving on the freeway we see exit this to fight tags and champs yeah of course like we had the first we had a we had a shot at it a couple months ago and we fell short um <laughs> but it happens so you regroup we relearn from it and you know we do want to get back to that spot where we're wrestling them again for the belts but there are a few teams you know we want to test ourselves against and hopefully soon Blackpool Combat Club. But, um, <laughs> you know, who knows? But, like, we're ready to wrestle anybody. We obviously uh, want to beat Bollywood, and we want to be the champs because we want to represent the fight everywhere Absolutely. and defend that belt everywhere also. So, uh one of the first time we chatted, um, so I actually realized we chatted twice. So for the defy, um, defiance, uh, defiant ones rather, mm-hmm. uh, we chatted first time, and that was in, at a time where it was like thick in the pandemic, and you hadn't really wrestled at all. Oh yeah. The second time was when we caught up after your training down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So you know, after this, uh, you know, going back to the first time we chatted, you know, you were you said you kind of felt like out of the wrestling bubble. You said you were kind of you, you hadn't really wrestled at all, yeah. aside from a little bit of training. How are you feeling these days? man crazy i feel like i'm fully in the wrestling bubble i feel like um things really changed when we went to atlanta and we came back like it was like a whole new like multiverse i don't know dimension like Like, we're really in the deep end because we had like um a weekend or like a, a few weekends in a row like seven or eight weeks in a row we were wrestling every weekend maybe twice a weekend and to a lot of other people like to a lot of like really big consistent wrestlers that's nothing to them because they wrestle 52 weeks straight Mm -hmm. but like for us like that was our first glimpse of like whoa this is really us like wrestling every weekend like this is what it feels like you know with the travel the drives the flights the trains now we ain't never take a train nowhere (laughs) (laughs) but you know yeah the fire you know limos motel six no um but i was like wow we really got a taste of what it's like to be like a Mm full-time in wrestling and i was like this is fun and I want to, I want more of it, and I'm happy this year. Like we're really experiencing it. Like this is probably one of the best years of my career, but like compared to a lot of other wrestlers, it's just like another year. But like, that's why like comparisons like the thief of joy or something like some quote like that. Yeah. Um. You know. So I, you know, I'm happy for what I have. Um. <laughs> I'm very thankful for what I have, and I, I love it. I'm having fun. That's dope, man. So you would you say would would it be wrong to say that you know going down to Atlanta really leveled you up? Uh, I think that's something great to say um, because it was like coming out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and I was my biggest worry was like being stuck without wrestling again. Yeah, and it was like something to like let's let's just go there and restart and like learn everything and try new things and network, which which is like a big thing in wrestling. We made a lot of good connections down there too. So I think it really did help. Like, 
it's like just like pushed us in a good direction. Awesome. Came back with a new like attitude about wrestling and like a new swagger. Um, so I was very thankful for it. Yes. Well, okay, so consistently wrestling more, you get paid a little bit more, so you've had a chance to probably buy some more sneakers. So let's talk a little Uh-oh. bit about, because you're a sneakerhead, so uh, what have been your, your last few like sneaker purchases? And why don't we show off what you got here? Tell us what we're seeing here. These are the Aqua 8s, you know, finally busting them out. Uh, dead stock. Okay. Not, 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 you know, obviously not after today, but, <laughs> you know. But to be honest, I, like, I feel like um, with the sneakers... Ever since I went to Atlanta and like I came back, I haven't bought a lot of sneakers. Okay. Yeah, like I've been so like fixated on like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I like I don't have time to like uh buy any more J's or do things like that. So I'm like plus you know, like every sneakerhead has like twenty pairs, twenty, thirty pairs, but they only really wear like four or five of them. Sure. So now I gotta do a better job of like bringing them out and actually wearing them and like, cause if I open a box and they're like, cause they're crumble if you don't wear them. Mm-hmm. If that happens, like, I, I'm gonna cry, you know. So what are we looking at? What's your collection at? How many? Oh. How many you got? Cause I'm a t-shirt guy. I have probably, you know, 300 band t-shirts at my house. You know, what, yeah. What's and I, but you're a sneaker guy. How many sneakers you got? Let me see. I say around like 25 to 30. 25 to 30. Okay. Yeah. How many have I worn out of that 25 to 30? Maybe like. Five. <laughs> What's your like number one? Like your grail? Well, my favorite Jordan is the infrared sixes. Okay. And I only wore them once here at the five show. Um, you wrestled in them? No. Oh, okay. God, no. I was gonna say no. Um, <laughs> I wore them, but then you know, as soon as I get home, like clean them, like You're I really like get the toothbrush on them. <laughs> yeah. The infrared sixes. I have like the. Um, I need to get. I need to get a pair of Chicago ones, but those are like impossible. Yeah. And then, of course, like the Bread 11s. Those are my favorite. Um, and you got those? Yeah. Okay, if money wasn't an issue and you were on that, like, complex sneaker shopping trip, yeah. you were given, like, you know, $25,000 to buy whatever you want, what would you get? Would you get those new Yeezy, like, uh, alien-looking shoes? Would you get some of those? Oh, uh, no. Nah, I'd probably get a Jordan. I'd probably get... Oh, there's actually one that's not a Jordan. It's the Sean Witherspoon's uh, Air Max 97s. Okay. Or 9097s. Air Max 197s. My bad, my bad. Those are, like... Um, like almost like two racks because like Sean Witherspoon got a deal with Nike Mm -hmm. and then something happened and then they cut his deal so that now that she was like worth so much more yeah Yeah, those are impossible to find maybe that or maybe some uh, Chicago ones like I just said Um, okay man it's been so long Uh, um, I don't know there's a lot of shoes are you one of those people that like uh, wakes up in the morning and to do the uh, like uh, the auction or wait, wait, there's like a website? Yeah, you... like all like they, the shoe drops at seven a.m. Yeah, what's it called? There's like a sneakers app on the phone. Sneakers app, that's right. Yeah, never won on that. Never won on that. Okay, not even worth it. No, sneakers app champs. You try all like the foot sites. Sure. You know you have like six tabs on a computer. Yeah. I used to, I used to work at like. A, the security job place and you had like two screens okay two giant screens and then like i worked really early it's the war room yeah i was really i was posted had like like 10 tabs open <laughs> like didn't hit didn't hit and i was like damn you what know? do i gotta do i know I, like i'm trying to hoop in these nah nah i'm not trying to hoop in them i'm just trying to have some shoes you know mm-hmm. but i gotta be grateful for what i did get so luckily i got these i got a few more but 
If 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 you guys had a one on one basketball tournament for Defy for the Defy regulars, you know, yeah. like who do you think would be like the champ? You think you would probably beat everyone? You think you could take Shaft on and basketball? You think you could take Guillermo? Ooh. Oh, Guillermo got no jumper. He got no jumper. Um, and Guillermo's like more of a shoe head than I am. Sure. And he wears Kobe's and all this. And then we're like, yeah, let's go play basketball. You think you could take Swerve? Oh, I don't think so. I Because, like, the way I play basketball, I'm crazy. Like, I'm a crazy passer. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm like magic. Like, hee hee. You know? Yeah. You seen that clip of him? Um, I feel like Shaft would be like Rodman, just like elbowing people, probably. just like pushing people out of the way. Probably he, he probably I probably he probably powerbomb me. <laughs> Not even in the rules, he probably just powerbomb me. No, I don't think I could win in a basketball tournament. You remember like Maybe. MTV Rock and Jock, where they would have all the like uh, celebrities and musicians play like basketball against each other. No, I think in the nineties. Anyways, I'm, make, uh, I'm showing my age. I feel like you know, instead of having like a you know maybe a, during the Defy weekend, we could sell tickets to watch Defy wrestlers play against each other in basketball. That would be dope. That I would love dope. to do that. You know, I would bust out some like um, some Kyrie's. I got because he had a SpongeBob collaboration. Yeah, you know, he has like these pineapple ones. Um, pineapple shoes is based on like SpongeBob's house. It's cool. I got those. I would play in those for no reason, you know, just to be like, yeah, I got these. But I, it, it, it's got to be in full character, so all the luchadors have to wear their full. Oh shit! And, like, you know, like all the wrestlers have to wear their full on gear, so that'd be fun. That would be fun. I, I think we could do that. We could do like dodgeball in the parking lot. Yeah, you know, there you go. Or like a little tel- tailgate Softball, party or something. Yeah, football. That would I would love to do that. I want, no, I want to play football because Shaf is huge. Yes, that's Shaf's true. going to crush me. That's true. So, what has been uh, 2022? So, you know, looking back, uh, you know, it's it's halfway through the year now, a little bit over halfway through the year, yeah. which is weird to say. What has been like your highlight, or, or maybe one or two of your favorite matches so far of the year here at Defy? Anywhere? Um, uh, mm, I'd say. Um, that singles match I had at the year five against Jonathan Gresham for the Ring yes. of Honor title. It's cool. I got to challenge him and, in a way, challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Like, can I really roll with, like, the big dogs and, like, see? And, like, I want to rematch because Ring of Honor's back, you know? But, like, that was, like, a cool test to myself. Like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Um, I also say, like, the match we had against Bollywood here. Yeah. Because it was really, I think it was, like, our first time really teaming, like, as C4 here. Or, maybe our first or second time but it was like we're we're a real tag team too yeah like we're not just like a couple guys put together exactly yeah. you know no disrespect for the to the couple guys put together yeah um but i was like yeah let's let's test it. let's have fun let's do this um so that was a good time but also the match we're gonna have this weekend like i'm really there looking forward to this yeah like for like ever since it got announced, I was like, oh yeah, this is go time. Yeah. Like it's time to swim, and I don't know how to swim. Yeah. Type of stuff. So I'm excited. You know, I hope I'm watching this in the future, and I'm like, yeah, it was a good weekend for me. So hopefully. Awesome. But well, okay, so you know, kind of a wrestling nerd question, but uh, you know, looking back, like even as a kid, or like now these days, now that you're like you know fully formed pro wrestler, like killing it on the scene. If there was one person throughout history of all of wrestling that you could go one-on-one with, who would it be? It could be someone who's long gone, someone who's up and coming. Anyone in the history of wrestling you could go one-on-one with. One person, huh? I'd probably pick 
One person. Very close. Um, but I picked The Rock. Yeah. I'm very... Uh, can't do the eyebrow. <laughs> uh, but The Rock, I think, like, even though his time in wrestling was kind of short, like, mm-hmm. but straight to the top, like, he had everything. He could, like, do everything. But then very close second, like, very close, like, this close, like, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Eddie was, like, phenomenal. And it's crazy watching him, like, now. I'm like, whoa. How ahead of his time he was. It's yeah. super ahead of his time. It was, like, unreal. Uh, Eddie was great. But, like, I think one of those two, but, like, alive. Or, well, I mean, my bad. Um, not alive, but, like, if anyone, like, now still wrestling. wrestling yeah. Like, Okada. Yeah. Because um, that dropkick is crazy. Right. You know, um, but... You know, I got to give Clark Connors a call. Oh, uh, yeah. Make that happen. Yes, <laughs> no. absolutely. Uh, okay, man. Well, uh, my last question. Oh, actually, uh, one more question we have for you. So yeah. this is a question we ask in every of these interviews. And I've asked you before, but, you know, we're backstage here. We're feeling the magnetic force of the Defiance. You know, we call ourselves the Defiance because it's it's more than just the, the fans. Um, what does the Defiance mean to you, Cody? Everything is unreal. I feel like without the Defiance, I wouldn't have became the wrestler I am today. Because, like, really, that first Defy to Survive match, I, like, Defy X. Um, that was when, like, I feel like Classic Chun really started. And, like, I haven't really been that Classic Chun in a while. But, like, I remember we did the... Um, we're doing our entrances, and Sonico was... He's on my team in Defy to Survive. And I did my entrance, you know... I didn't do the pose yet. I don't think I did the pose yet do the entrance and then I'm like standing there like just so like thousand yard stare at like we're about to start the match Sonico was like tapping me on the shoulder like tough and I'm like what and he, he's like po- he's like pointing like up in the uh, top right corner and it's just like a group of fans like chanting like Cody Chan or Classic Chan I, I, like I was like oh I, I don't really know like they like me yeah exactly <laughs> and you know everyone, everyone in the back was like Hey man, you invite all your friends, blah, 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 you know, joking around. I was like, no, nah, I don't know. But I feel like like they were chanting Classic Chun or Cody Chun, and it, it really caught on from there. And then, like, the next, and the next shows, it just kept building and building. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I became, like, Classic Chun, really. Um, and that's because of the defiance, you know? It was like instantly, like, they just gravitated toward me or they mm-hmm. loved me for some reason. And I was just like, whoa. Now, like, every time we go out there, it's, like, a huge blessing that, like, the fans are already, like, we fucking love this guy. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, cool. That's why I love the Defiance, and I'm so thankful for it. Crazy. That's awesome, man. Well, you know, I'm going to let you get ready for the, your uh, your weekend, man. Two big matches, tag team, and then a one-on-one with Eddie Kingston. Any final words for Defy or the Defiance here? The Defiance, I'm very thankful for you. Please keep getting loud, especially for everybody. Yes. Even for all the new wrestlers coming in, show them some love because they want to be in that ring too. And they feel that energy and they want to feel it for themselves as we all do. Yep. Defiance, thank you. I love you. I hope this weekend is really good. Cody Chun on the Defiant Ones. Thank you. Thank you.